Good morning and good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. Today's Friday, January 26th. I'm your host, Dina Jo, coming to you live from the DJ Exclusive Studios. how valuable your time is so i greatly appreciate it hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime up in the weekend monday wednesday and friday 7 a.m mountain standard time and i have a previous people in the chat i hope y'all are staying warm um i got the weather ready but i don't quite believe that it's going to be telling me the truth because it's telling me the my skies Partly cloudy, and uh, it's going to look out right now. We're under an accident watch, so they're a little messed up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that one. <laughs> All right, so um, we have a lot to go over today. Of course, it is Friday. Yay! Um, last night was great. We did a movie, All Things Must um, Pass, The Rise and Fall of Tower Records. We'll chat a little bit about that in a little bit. Um, but I'll be playing music later on in the music segment from artists that played there live. Um, not that I got to see any of them really that played there live. They weren't at my store um, or came in to sign albums. So that's what the list is going to be today. So, all right, like I said, the weather on um, Microsoft, mm, it says my it says it's 31 and the skies are partly cloudy and we'll be to high of a 40 here in Denver. Well, it's snowing really bad right now and we're under accident alert. Um, it's been coming down for about two hours. And not a lot. It's, the, it's, it's luckily the, the roads don't look like they're icy. It just they just wet because it's kind of warm out there. But um, remember, bow to the plow. You know you're supposed to. They're in that little three-line formation. You're not supposed to pass them. It's the law. At least out here in Colorado, it's the law. So um, let's see. I don't know if the rest of the weather is going to be right or not, but we'll we'll try. For my family out there in Welland, Ontario, it says it's currently 37, and that you'll have mostly cloudy skies, um, and you'll have a high of 40. Um, for BP, it's saying um, you're around 56, mostly cloudy, um, and that and you'll have a high of 57, and you're going to have light rain um, in the afternoon. Well early early evening I would say it's saying like 6 30. so um for Phoenix uh 45 and clear there will be most of these guys high 66 um Tucson 44 and clear um high 62 and then lastly for the blonde head Michael who doesn't know where he's at I can say that this calls himself this is all the time he's telling me that yesterday um it, it says 54 and cloudy, expect partly sunny skies, high of 70. Nice. Um, and I'm like, wait, what? High of 70? You just had ice the other day. And I looked in it. Yeah, it says that he will be 70 for about two hours, around 3 p.m. And then it goes down. And But you're under a dense 
fog advisory. Maybe that's where he's at. He's lost in the fog. Um, and that's from 8.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until around 10 a.m. So, all right. So as you know, I like to start with the word of the day. Um, today I'm doing a word in unshakable and never giving up. So unshakable is unable to be changed. And so um, it's nice and warm right now. Okay, good. Good. That's good. Um, so the quotes I have is, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. And that's by Thomas Edison. There he is! Mike, are you lost in the fog? I was just giving your weather and I said maybe you're lost in the fog. <laughs> good morning, my friend. Okay, what does it mean to be unshakable, to never give up? Um, we have all heard stories or have known someone who has gone through some pretty terrible things, um, sometimes far worse than us, which actually tells us that our body, both physically and mentally, can be taken to great depths. And we're stronger than we think. The reality and sad truth is we, at some point in our lives, we give up because our belief system in ourselves has diminished over time. We give up because things become too difficult. We give up because we get hopeless. We give up because we fear failure. We give up because that's We give up because pain because it becomes unbearable. We give up because, well, there's plenty of excuses that we use. This does not mean that you should never quit anything. Sometimes you don't know that something isn't right quick for you until you try it. But most of the time, we give up. Um, one of my saying is giving up when, when, when things are tough, you usually give up. Um, too many people use that as an excuse to not follow through and get through those tough times. So how do you develop that never give up attitude? You have, uh, have to first um, realize that when you want to accomplish something that possesses that, that something that is a process is going to be okay. If you want to possess something, it's going to be a process. Um, it's going to be a journey. It's going to have ups and downs, good days and bad days. But sometimes, however positive um, you are, you get discouraged and you want to throw in the towel. One of the best words um, to describe never giving up attitude is the word responsibility. Um, meaning you and only you are responsible for creating the reality that you want. Nobody else If you truly want it, you must get up and go away. Here are some examples to adopt a never give up attitude. Um, you have to overcome the fear. You need to deal with whatever fear you may have in regard to life. You want and life. Fear is a basic human emotion to signal us the time of danger. But fear sees um, only the downside of your Fear will have you continually thinking of that downside and only that downside. It will tell you to avoid it, fill in the blank at all costs. Don't do it. Um, it will come, it will keep you from making any decision to look into the root cause of fear. Um, you need to 
do that. Get some help and figure out why, what's scaring you from keeping you moving forward. Um, do that others won't do. Having I mean, a never give up attitude means you work harder, um, or even harder on all levels of your life physical health and well being, your work, hobbies, taking risks that others will not give gives you a step up. It's only just the opportunity to explore. Have a lion mentality. Now, at every opportunity you have. You need to get up and get out of your comfort zone and believe that all things are possible if you're willing to try. When you refuse to give up, you are more likely to have the energy to jump those hurdles and put meaning over what will happen tomorrow. When you are addicted to your comfort zone, it's very hard to get past the safety zone. Um, our lives become very limited and we end up settling. We grow when we travel the path of uncertainty. As long as you have not achieved what you want, keep moving forward and keep learning. Believe in yourself and look at all you've already achieved, conquered, and overcome. Um, remember, beautiful things come from your darkest moments. So don't give up hope on um, trying to find something real quick. Don't give up hope. You know, it's it's easy to stay where it's comfortable, um, but it's hard to go through those tough times and to figure out things that you failed and what works and what doesn't work. I'm trying to find something. I'm not sure why it's not. listen to um, this one. What do you do when your battle chooses you? What do you do when something shows up on your doorstep that you did not directly cause, choose, or definitely anticipate? Life is not always easy. In fact, some of you today, you're here and you're going through the toughest season of your life. There will be seasons where we will suffer. There will be seasons of real pain. And the question is, how will you respond in those moments? Life is hard sometimes. Easy, it's not an option. But it's worth fighting. It's worth believing. It's worth giving yourself a chance. It's worth mustering yourself up, standing up inside yourself. It's worth fighting relentlessly, never giving up. It's worth it. You can do it. You can do it. 
There's problems that we go through that cause stress, worry, anxiety, and fear. But you might be in the battle of your life. I want to encourage you. It's not about what's happening around you. It's always about what's happening inside of you. Just because you feel afraid doesn't mean you have to be afraid. Just because you feel discouraged doesn't mean you have to be discouraged. Just because you have fear doesn't mean fear has to have you. The sentence out of your mouth is a story that you are putting out. I'm not going to make it. I quit. Let's get a divorce. Business is never coming back. We've lost too many people. I've made too many mistakes. I'm a failure. Nobody can help me. I've done too many bad things. I don't know what's coming out of your mouth, but it's a death sentence. And as you continue to confess it, as you continue to declare it, well, don't be surprised when it becomes true in your life. We have to make sure that whatever I feel, when I think a death sentence, I must speak a life sentence. Oh, I'm feeling the sentence of death. I'm feeling the thought of anxiety. I'm feeling the thoughts that I'm done. I feel like I've been used and it hurts and it's difficult but when that happens I start speaking out a life sentence. No, I'm just going to keep showing them. No, I'm going to get back up. The righteous man, he falls seven times but he gets back up. Never give up. Never give in because skill can't get you past certain things. Quickness, agility can't get you. You got to have mental toughness. Pain ain't permanent. No pain ain't permanent. You can get through this. You're bigger than your pain. You're better than that. Come on, you need to remember this is not the first time you cried. This is not the first time you were short of breath. This is not the first time you didn't see a way clear. This is not the first time you were hurt. This is not the first time your heart was broken. This is not the first time you didn't have enough money. This is not the first diagnosis that came up from behind. See, I'm going to live to tell the story. This too shall pass. I will remain. I'm not going to quit. Every one of my burdens, there's a blessing on the inside of it. If you don't quit, you will win, baby. You're going to work through this. You're going to get up. You're going to get dressed. You're going to get out. And you're going to do what you've been called to do. You're going to be what you called to And you're going to prove that everybody that tried to break you, everybody that tried to stop you, everybody that tried to kill your dream, you're going to prove all of them wrong. Just keep coming back. If you got nothing left to give, just show back up. Half of life, man, is just showing up. And I'm telling you right now, don't give up. I'm telling you right now, don't give in. Get through it. And if you can get through it, if you can work through your pain, I'm guaranteeing you on the other side is a reward. Pain is not permanent. Pain is temporary. And that was When Life Hurts, and it's by Ben Leon Scott. Um, yeah, I did push the right one, so I'm glad you heard that. Um, don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. Be unshakable. Um, you got this. I believe in you, and I love you guys. I do. All right. We're going to move on now to the rest of the program. <laughs> the goofy joke of the day. All right. The first one's cute. The second one's gross. <laughs> and you might know this one because I played this little kid and he did it. Okay. What kind of bees make 
milk. Mm. Anybody? Anybody? How about boobies? <laughs> Alright. Why is diarrhea hereditary? It runs in your jeans. Oh, gross. You know, jeans, but J E N E S instead of J E A N S. I know you got it. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome. Those were your silly jokes of the day. All right, we're going to get in um, to trending. Uh, like I said last night, every Thursday, um, we try to, um, Bam Bam and I, have what's connecting through movies and their soundtracks. And um, this weekend, we're going to try out this system to where we'll be able to then play the film, the, the movie documentary, whatever we're watching, and um, you all that come into it um, can be watching it with us. So we're on the same page. Um, but last night we watched, uh, the movie, um, all things must pass the rise and fall of tower records. Um, it was, uh, uh, Colin, I think his first name is Colin Hanks. Um, Tim Hanks's Tom Hanks's, um, son. I, I, I knew the last name, but I was like, huh. But then, um, Bam Bam said, yeah, that's his son. And if you see a picture of him, um, Oh my gosh, he looks just like his dad and his mom. You can see both of them in this kid, and he looks so young. It was really good. Um, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of music in it, so the music I'll be playing today will be from artists that came into different Tower Records and played live or came in to sign albums. But if you haven't had a chance and you like music and you know about Tower Records, um, it's an interesting story and it brought back a lot of memories um, seeing and hearing the stories because there was back in those times, it was funny too. One of the clips, one of the guys just, he's ringing up people buying records and stuff and he has a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And um, there was a lot of drinking going on there. Um, I knew about the drinking. I didn't know about the drugs, but um, there was a lot of drinking going on there. So anyway, I'll be, uh, Next week, we'll figure out which one uh, we're going to do. And um, it'll be on Thursday, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. All right. The other thing that's trending, which I know you guys know, um, is BP's Pod Bean Podcast Nation on Facebook. Check them out and become part of the Pod Bean Podcast Nation family. Um, all right. So, Robitussin, I haven't taken cough medicine and forever, but I guess Robitussin has a recall and it's kind of, well, they're all serious when they recall something, but this one sounds crazy. Um, the maker of on Wednesday, the company announced via the FDA, um, that a selected, uh, batches of the brands Robitussin honey CF max day adult and the CF max nighttime adult were contaminated. Um, uh, you know, people with auto in comprised autoimmune, um, systems, the use of the affected product could potentially result in a severe or life threatening adverse effect, such as fungal, fung, 
fungal Maya. I'm going to, I'm going to copy this and put it in. I never heard of this stuff, but it sounds like a fungus. Um, oh, let me get both of them. There's two, um, or a, it's some kind of fungal infection. Gross. Um, let's put this in the chat. Bam. All right. <clears throat> So um, while the announcement also said that the life-threatening infections are unlikely in people who aren't um, autoimmune comprised, um, it does state that the risk of an infection requiring medical treatment cannot be completely ruled out. Um, so how about just not taking it? Um, do they have numbers? Yeah, there's some lot numbers in here. Uh, I'll put them in there for you guys and then I'll post it. Um, oh, there's more. Okay. Oh, that's not where you're at. <laughs> there you are. I don't know if you guys take this stuff, but there you go. Um, and I'll post this article on the Dina Joe Facebook page. Oh, you guys, if you're getting a, a friend request from me in a white hat with a black shirt, that's me. Um, that's a new account. Ugh. It ended up being the same. It's an actually an older account that I opened up a while back. And then I thought I closed it. But yesterday when Scooter was trying to help me um, figure out this, uh, highly rock to figure out this restreaming so we could do the movies, um, it came back up. So, and it's letting me use that for the restreaming. So I'm going to keep it open. So if you get a friend request from me in a black shirt with a white hat. Um, it says Dina Joe. Um, and then in the, like the bio, it says of the Dina Joe, um, podcast. That is me. Um, it's a new account, um, that we're trying to get set up so that we can use that streaming, um, program. So, um, I was hoping to get a page so it'd be easier because these meta suites, when you, it, it's not a company, but it acts like a company and it has all this stuff that you, it's just, you don't use it unless I guess you have a company. I was talking to Scooter about it because Beans and Weenies has the same thing. And he says, oh, it's just a pain in the butt because it's just a bunch of useless information in there for us. But it's easier um, to do the streaming thing that way. So um, anyway, be looking for that request. And I'm hoping, BP, that if I get Podbean Podcast Nation on that one, I'm hoping it'll let me share. We'll see. We will see. Um, all right. So I told you guys a couple weeks ago about Subway, maybe even a month ago, having those footlong cookies and that they and that at January they were gonna have them at all locations, the footlong chocolate chip cookies. Well, I guess now not only do they have that, but they have I thought they always had churros. Maybe, maybe some locations didn't, but they'll have the footlong cookie the churro, a foot long churro, and then, um, a foot long Annie's, Aunt Annie's pretzel. Um, so those are coming. They should be at the store now because this was at the beginning of January. Um, I thought their cookies were pretty big anyway, and they were pretty good. Like I liked their, they had like a macadamia and cranberry one that was pretty yummy. Um, let's see. Uh, Oreo has a new flavor coming out. I'm going to try to get through this quickly. Um, it's Oreo Space Dunk. <laughs> and where does it say? I know it's somewhere on here. It talks about what it's supposed to taste like. Um, what could a 
Galaxy Oreo tastes like, you ask? Well, the new Space Dunk Oreos are made with blue and pink cosmic cream. That's marshmallow flavored infused with popping, maybe, um, oh, uh, popping candy. What were, um, pop, pop rocks? Was it, wasn't that what they were called? Rock, the ones that popped in your mouth? Um, it doesn't say that. It just says popping candy that will burst when you bite into them with exploding flavor. It's like a cosmic blast in every cookie. All righty then. There you, yeah, it was Pop Rocks. Okay. Um, it doesn't say, maybe they have their own type of Pop Rocks, but it says popping candy that exploding will burst in your mouth. It sounds like a pop rock to me. Um, all right. So um, if you guys want to spend, just have an extra million dollars laying around and you want to throw it at something that probably isn't going to happen, um, the Fry Festival, and um, it's funny because Wikipedia calls, calls him con artist. Con artist Billy McFarlane. <laughs> that, again, that's car. That is um, Wikipedia. That's not Dina Joe. I'm just copying what they said. They call him a con artist. Con artist. Um, it said on April 9th, 2023, Billy McFarland tweeted that there will be a Fry Festival too, um, and claimed that to have already secured funding for the event. Um, the first 100 tickets were put on sale for $499. Um, now he's saying that there's um, 100 left and they're going for a million dollars a piece. Okay. Why would you spend money? on something that you knew this guy went to jail for taking all the money last time and, and not having, or did he have something and it was nothing? I can't remember. Was this the one that, that didn't go through at all? Or is this the one that they had and it was nothing like he said it was supposed to be like it was bologna sandwich was when they were supposed to be having lobster. Um, but there was one that it rained and all kinds of stuff too. So I might be confusing two of them, but I know that for sure he went to jail because he took, people's, I mean, he charged all this money and it was, it didn't happen or I don't know. But anyway, look it up something. And if you want to spend money and, and go, it's supposed to be somewhere in the Caribbean. Um, it's targeted for the end of 2024. Um, I tried to look to see what bands were there, but I can't find anything. I can't find anything, but just that targeted for the end of 24. Um, somewhere in the Caribbean. And then there was a video somewhere on TikTok about him saying, um, if you don't already know the lineup, then uh, you need to buy a ticket or something stupid like that. So I don't know. I don't know who's, uh, he was promoting it last time. It was a bunch of um, reality stars that were promoting it. So hmm. I don't know. I'm sure Bam Bam, who's busy, probably has watched a documentary on this guy. <laughs> I'm sure there's one out there. Um, let's see. We have about oh, 15 minutes. I'm going to do a little bit of the history. Let's see. Um, the music for today. What happened on this day? Uh, it'll come up. Um, it was just bringing up the regular um, this day in history. And I don't want that. I want music. So come back January. Okay. There she is. Billie Eilish. Okay. And that's the first one. All right. So on this day, January 26, 2020, uh, this young lady, 
Billie Eilish swept the boards at the 2020 Grammys, winning five awards, including Best New Artist, Song of the Year, becoming the first person to achieve the feat since Christopher Cross in 1981. The 18-year-old also won Album of the Year for her debut, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? She replaced Taylor Swift, BP's favorite, (laughs) as the youngest person ever to win the award. Her elder brother, um, Phineas, is that how you say his name? Phineas O'Connor also picked up producer of the year for his work on Eilish's um, album. I'm, I'm acting like you guys can see what I'm reading here. Let me put it in here. I think it's Phineas. Oh, let's put it in there. I think that's how you say Phineas. Phineas. Eh, all right. <laughs> all right. So then we're going to move on. There's a bunch of deaths, death, death, death. Oh, this is another one, but y'all know who this, um, I know you know this song. Um, this happened and um, on this day, January 26, 2011, American singer Gladys Horton died at the age of 66. Um, that's still so young to me. She was the founder and lead singer of the Motown all-female um, all female vocal group, The Marvelettes, who had the hit. Please, Mr. Postman. And when Horton was reportedly just 15 years old, um, she did this song. Um, Horton would later sing lead on the Marvelettes um, classics such as Playboy, Beachwood 4, 5, 7, 8, 9, and Too Many Fish in the Sea. I used to love playing this 45 in the um, garage at our house. In the, I loved it. All right. So next on this day in 2008, um, Alicia Keys, this is a great album, was number one on the U.S. album chart with her third album, As I Am. The album sold over 742,000 copies in its first week, the largest ever for first week sale for a female R&B artist, Alicia Keys. Hi, Miss Alicia Keys. All right, we're going to move on to um, this day in 2007. Kind of going back in the years. Um, Play it. There we go. Um, The Rolling Stones topped the U.S. music rich list for the second year running after making $150.6 million in 2006. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill were second on the poll with their combined fortune of $132 million. And American country rock band Rascal Flats appeared third, having earned... 110.5 110.5 million in the past year, 2007. A little bit of the Rolling Stones, and they're in here a couple of times on this list. Um, oh gosh, 
Come on. At least it's playing for me, but it's playing twice. Um, all right. In 2004, let me see if anybody else is coming. No. 2004, John London was one. Oh, let me play his music. Sorry, guys. John London was one of 10 contestants to take part in the latest I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. The UK TV show set in Australia outback the former sex pistol singer was seen by 11 million viewers on the first night covered in bird seed being pecked by giant ostriches oh my gosh i want to see this london was paid um to for $42,500 to appear on the show but walked off the jungle set after four days i kind of i kind of remember that name i'm a celebrity get me the heck Get me out of here. Um, I'm wondering if that was Hysteris. That probably was in the U.S. But I said this one was in the U.K. I want to look that up. That looks, <laughs> that would have been interesting to see. Uh, the, well, not that he um, was privileged, but to see other people that are privileged on there would be funny to see. So John... This is um, his song, Armies. All right. So that was um, 2004. In 2003, um, we talked about Billy Joel the other day. Um, he's back on here. It happened. Um, Billy Joel was um, airlifted to a hospital after his car smashed into a tree. The singer lost control of his Mercedes S500 and skidded for 100 yards before crashing. The accident happened in the Hamptons, New York, and that was January 26, 2003. I don't remember that. Hi, Naya. Welcome. Good to see you. We're just going over a little um, what happened on this day in music history. So good to see you. All right, so um, after Billy Joel, um, we'll move to the year um, 1991, and it was Queen. Um, this song, um, Queen had their second UK number one with Innuendo. Um, at six minutes and 30 seconds, it exceeded their epic Bohemian Rhapsody by 35 seconds and became the third largest UK number one song of all time. Behind the Beatles, Hey Jude, and Simple Minds, Belfast Child. Um, let's see. Subsequently, the nine minute, 38 second all around the world by Oasis took over the top slot and demoted um, in Induendo to fourth place, but Induendo's flamboyant guitar solo, Brian May, has joined by, yes, guitarist Steve Howe. So this was back in, um, on this day, January 26, 1991. This is one side of, I don't So 
that is Queen with Induendo. And then back on this day um, in 1989, um, we have American, American soul singer Donnie Elbert. He died of stroke at age 52. Again, young. Um, in 1955, he formed the doo-wop group, the Vibra Harps, making his recording debut on their single, Walk Beside Me, which is playing right now. But it wasn't until the 70s when he had a major success with the solo hits in 1972, um, U.S. number 122 and U.K. number 111, I Can't Help Myself, and Sugar Pie Honey Bunch, as well as the hits, Where Did Our Love Go?, and A Little Piece of Leather. That is Donnie Albert. Simpler times. All right, we're going to move on to, I'm um, from 1989 to 1986. Um, Alan Collins, uh, the guitarist of Leonard Skinnerd, crashes car, paralyzing him from the waist down and killing his girlfriend, Deborah Jean Watts. Um, Colin had survived a plane crash in 1977 that killed um, two other band members. Oh, that's kind of sad, right? Um, so. To make it through a plane crash and then, you know, and a car crash, but crazy. That was in 1986. We're going to move on down to the year 1980. And um, this will turn on. There we go. Um, Prince made his TV debut on the U.S. show American Bandstand. It I don't, 1980, just, I mean, I guess it is a very, it's a long time ago, but it just seemed like he'd been around for a while, but I guess he hadn't been. Um, when interviewed after his performance, the singer froze and struggled to reply to the questions he was being asked. Um, he just was very kind of a shy person. Yeah, that one guy for sure, um, Mike. You bet. I didn't check to see if he was still alive. That Alan Collin, yeah. Prince. We just had a Prince Day not too long ago. Come and do a couple more. Let's see. We have. That was in 1980. We're going to move on down to the year 1977 on this day. And um, former. Fleetwood Mac guitarist Peter Green um, was committed to a mental hospital following an incident when he threatened his accountant Clifford Adams with an air rifle when he um, was trying to deliver 51,000 royalty check to him. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't remember that. But yeah. Crazy. Hi, Bella. How are you? Um, oh, 
if she um when when she responds y'all um if you have not followed bella um click on her little profile so you can give her a follow and see when she comes on um next um all right so that was late Moon mac that was 1977 um where is david bowie 1975 mr david bowie the bbc omnibus documentary cracked actor a film about david bowie was shown on uk tv filmed in 1974 when bowie was a cocaine addict the documentary has been notorious for showing um bowie's fragile mental state during this period um i, I kind of think we're going to be doing a lot of documentaries on the um connecting with movies um, and their soundtracks just because they're so interesting um, to learn about these people or places and things. So it'll be fun. So that was David Bowie. How much time do we have? Yeah, we're going to give up on this list because I have Tower Records music that we're going to discuss. Oh, that's right. It's like, where did it go? I forgot a lot of it is on um, YouTube. Turn off. Um, a lot of these are going to be loud and noisy because um, they are the actual performances that the artist did at Tower Records. So you're going to hear that. And um, some of them have two or three songs by the same artist. So I'm going to kind of try to cut it back to one. But it was kind of cool to actually get the um, the actual when they actually played because a lot of the times they were just come becoming famous artists. So the documentary, All Things Must Pass, uh, as I told you, was directed by Colin Hanks, um, takes a look at Tower Records founder, Russ Solomon, and the global mom and pop operation he began building in the late 30s. Um, and I knew the last, okay, I already told you about that. Um, bah, 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 bah. Um, John in hand, oops, excuse, um, they talk about in, in the um, film, you see Elton John um, that was his thing to do. I can't remember if it was on Saturday or Sunday. He would come in and he would have like a piece of paper and a pen and write down, all, go through the list that he had of all the albums that he was trying to find at Tower Records. And you see him going through the bins and pulling out records and putting them, some guy standing right behind him holding the box and he's putting the records in there. And then David Grohl of the Foo Fighters um, is also in the movie because he, um, like me, <laughs> was a clerk. He started off as a clerk there because he loved music. And so that's what he did. Um, so his being able to tell his story of being there was pretty cool. So one of uh, the first artists that I have is Bon Jovi. Um, he's, uh, again, I, like I told you, it's going to be live. So there's going to be a lot of screaming. Um, this happened, um, live in London in 1989, um, two days before playing Milton Keynes, the band appeared at London's tower record store to sign autographs, talk to fans and play a small set from the upper floor to the crowd outside. Um, they were forbidden to do the latter, but went for it anyway. Um, it's a cool little acoustic appearance. Here is Bon Jovi.
And if you want to see any of these, all you have to do is artists that played live at Tower Records on YouTube. Bam, a whole bunch of them come up. Throw fucking money, okay? Bills, preferably bills. This is probably one of the funnest places I ever worked at, Tower Records. I think because if you watch the film, you know, there was no dress code. You kind of got to be you. And back in those days, it wasn't as extreme as it is now. Um, you got to listen to the music you liked. You were promoted within the family, you know, it was really neat. Can you guys hear it? Thank you, Mike. Thank you, BP. Little squeaky there, Bon Jovi. <laughs> is um, just one of their songs. I believe it's Ride Cowboy Ride. <laughs> Not a huge Bon Jovi fan, but I think it's Ride Cowboy Ride. They get into a couple more songs, but I'm going to move on um, down the list um, from Bon Jovi. You're welcome, welcome, welcome. You're welcome, Bon Jovi. All right, so the next one um, that we, or I'm going to have is, oh, this is 
Bush. Where's Bush? Okay, there's Bush. Uh, Bush played Machine Head, um, and everything is done. I'm going to see which one comes up. Um, they were live at Tower Records in 2019. It says that it's sponsored by KROQ, which was a big man. I I used to go to this radio station and hang out there with the what was his name? Um, he was an English DJ. Oh my gosh. Um, K-Rock. Anyway, I'm smiling because of the memories. It was such fun times back then. And that, um, let's see, Bush rocked Tower Records as part of the Captain Marvel movie release. So here is Bush Live at Tower Records 2019. You're going to miss. Oh, right after this. I'm going to make. I hope that you are well. I am. We are actually playing um, artists that played live at the different Tower Records record stores where Dina Joe used to work as a youth. <laughs> yes, I did. And it was always fun when these happened um, because, you know, we heard about him because um, they were little concerts that these guys put on at the different uh, Tower Records when they were in there. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm saving, I'm saving the world in those yoga pants. What is that cloud you're on, Asha? If, if nobody has um, followed Asha, um, in his music that he makes, he's really very talented. And I'm not just kissing his butt. He really is. But I can't remember the cloud you're on. Um, uh, let me see if I can find it. I know I have it saved somewhere. He's on a cloud. And you can listen to his music. It's really good. Sound, sound not sound, sound cloud, right? Yeah, yeah. Sound cloud. Female superpower. I always knew that all the superpowers in the world were feminine. 
All right, that was Bush live at Tower Records 2019 um, in um, LA's studios. Uh, we're going to move on to the next performance. Um, and I don't, I remember this girl's name, but I don't really remember ever listening to her. Liz Fair. And didn't she have like a big woman's like festival? Um, like a woman's festival, I thought. Anyway, she's performing Extraordinary in the song Rock the song Extraordinary and the song Rock Me live at Tower Records, Sherman Oaks, California in 2003. Lilith Fair, thank you. It was all a woman's thing, right? Like, oh, power to the kitty, meow. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. She sounds kind of familiar. Oh, yeah, I remember this song. screaming <laughs> okay i'm gonna turn that down because that screaming gets a little crazy after a minute okay so that is a bit of miss liz fair um i that was like i don't think that was or extraordinary maybe it sounded like everyday psycho um but that's when she performed live at tower record sherman oaks in um california 2003 All right, we're going to stop her and we're going to move on to the next performance. Um, one of my favorite guys, if I would have been there back then, I really like him, Jack Johnson. Um, he played, um, there's three songs on here, Bella, Banana Pancakes, and Girl, I Want to Lay You Down. We're not going to play all three of them, but we're going to get through some of them. Jack Johnson, he was live at Tower Records at the Sherman Oak store again, um, March 5th, 2005. Um, this was week um, after his album, In Between the Dreams, was released for a free in-store performance. Here's Jack Johnson. <laughs> Kind of a little middle mellow beginning. You listen to Jack Johnson, you need to be on a beach with your toes in the sand, a drink in your hands, and just chilling. Thank you. 
While he's singing this slow song, I'll tell you a little bit about more about the um, film that we watched last night. Um, uh, Hanks, Tom Hanks' son Colin, began in 2008 to try to struggle to find financing um, for the project, the movie, um, All Things Must Pass, the rise and fall of Tower Records, for showing how passionate the audience could be for um, a definite film. Um, he was able to raise $98,000 to get it started. You hardly even know when I try to show it's always letting me feel what I'm just told waking up to earn it make your week as me make my man a pancake so Welcome, Afia. Welcome. Can't you see that it's raining? There ain't no that is Jack Johnson singing Banana Pancakes live at Tower Records, Sherman Oaks, 2005 to promote uh, the album In Between Dreams. All right. I love him. All right. We're going to move on to the next person I have on here is John Mayer. Yes, John Mayer. He um, was live at Tower Records um, in Atlanta on June 30th, 2001. And that's all about all that I could figure out um, about this performance. I believe the song is Real World. Here it is. After this subway commercial. Who? <laughs> see? Those were those cookies I was talking about. We're at a store. There's a whole bunch of CDs. I gained nothing. I gained nothing. This is John Mayer talking. But but the feeling like I did, I fulfilled my musical responsibility. David, why don't you go first? What are some, what are some of your favorite records? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And I can't really hear what he's saying. Oh, uh, Rufus Rainwhite. I'm heavy, 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 you knew it. Heavy, heavy, heavy. What else? There's a new David Mead record that's really cool. It's crazy when you when you see the prices of these albums behind them. Um, even in the movie, they were showing prices of albums like three fifty five. I'm like, oh my gosh! And now you can go and you have to pay maybe, uh, upwards to over thirty dollars for one. Give them a little farther back. 
maybe like Stevie Ray Vaughan couldn't stand the weather. Is ready to pick up? It's a pretty cool record. Donny Hathaway. Anything by Donny Hathaway. Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. You don't have Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. That is one. Above all, you've got the good guy. And then uh, and Charlie Hunter. Um, Dirty Pop by Insane. <laughs> Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about He wants to do this pop stuff He wants to go through that There's another Thank you, Naya. Thank you, BP. <laughs> Hi, Ellie. Good to see you.
All right, that is Mr. John Mayer playing live at Tower Records in Atlanta on June 30th, 2001, singing the real world. We're going to move on to the next artist that was um, at a different Tower Records playing live after I cut him off playing his guitar. I'd love to see him in concert sometime. I bet you he'd be good. All right, so the next um, group is the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, they played live at Chow Records in Chicago in 1993. It was a watch party, Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese Dream album, release acoustic show. Um, it was at midnight prior to the album release. So here is Smashing Pumpkins, live at Tower Records, Chicago, 1993. Right after this spicy deluxe sandwich. <laughs> Now I'm hungry. They were kind of like, it just reminded me, they're kind of like the, the MTV unplugged acoustic, you know, it was very intimate. That's exactly like how these were. Oh, MTV stole it from Tower Records. <laughs> such a rocking mood it's like I wish I had my distortion petal but we don't so we are simply men with acoustic guitars we are here to open ourselves bare for you all to see and uh, hey by the way as long as I'm thinking about it I hope no one reads the Sun Times because whoever wrote that Sun Times article is an idiot oh and, and I and okay. that's, that's exactly the reason that's exactly the reason why we've had so many problems in Chicago is because of shoddy journalism like that. So keep, keep your eyes and ears open and, and, and look beyond what you read because not everything that everyone writes is true. Oh, that's true. So screw the Sun Times. I'm not sure what the Sun Times wrote that they were mad about. But again, that was Smashing Pumpkins um, live at Tower Records in Chicago, 
three. Okay, we're gonna move on to the next um, group because they'll, they like I said, it's like a small little concert. There's like three or four songs. Um, the next one, I don't remember knowing this band, Jellyfish. They sound kind of familiar, but not really. Um, I guess they were in um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on um, June 5th, 1993. Um, they are singing the song That Is Why, live at Tower Records, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Do you guys remember this band? I don't. I know you're gonna know the next couple of them. Well, that is why by Jellyfish, Live at Tower Records, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, June 5th, 1993. Wanted to play at least a little bit of it. All right. Um, the next one. Okay, it starts the end. There it is. Um, Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, they played Interstate Love Song live um, the year 2000 at Tower Records, San Diego. Here they are, Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, right after this commercial. Oh, here we go. Stone Temple Pilots, Tower Records, April, it says. Interstate Love Song. There it is. Oh, the screaming. This song, this is off of Sunday afternoon, oh, I'm in between the lines. 
I mean, I guess this was 24 years ago. You watch the videos and see all the people in the crowd. It's just crazy. It's not the best audio. Put your big lighters up. <laughs> and on YouTube, Stone Temple Pilots, live at Tower Records, and you just have to see his moves. I <laughs> oh, goodness. He's gotten better from then. is uh, the Stone Temple Pilots live with Tower Records, San Diego, the year 2000. Oh, we're going to move on um, to uh, Duran Duran. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, let me tell you a little bit. Duran Duran performed a live worldwide broadcast from Tower Records in Hollywood, California on May 15th, 1993. Um, the show was beamed simultaneously to fans in London, Sydney, and Tokyo and shown at all those cities, hard rock cafes. So here is Duran Duran. I believe the first one is, um, planet earth. Let's see. Welcome for team.
Thank you, Allie. This is acoustic, but still good. Thank you, Nida. California, May 15th, 1993. Um, there's no video, but if you like their music, it's 51 minutes and 27 second long concert if you want to Google it and um, listen to it. But we're going to move on to the last one um, that I'm going to end with, and it's perfect to end with. Um, I wanted to, well, I wanted to play a little bit by David Grohl, but he never played there live. So I'll play his a little bit of his song first, just because he was um, in the movie and he was a clerk at Tower Records, Washington, I believe, um, in the early 90s. Um, he worked there and he said that he loved it because that was the only place that he could work there with his hair. He used other words, but here is a little bit of Dave Grohl with the Foo Fighters and then I'll end it with the other song. Bruce Springsteen was also in the movie, but he used to go there a lot and shop. 
He said it perfectly too because I know when I got a job there, um, it was you got to be yourself. You liked if you liked classical music, then you went and the, you worked in the classical department. You know, if you liked rock and roll, you worked over in the rock and roll. If you liked punk style clothing, you worked over in the clothing department. There was there was a department for everybody, and it was just a big family, and there was none. I don't remember any. You know people fighting with each other or any of that crap. It was just a fun place to work. All right, I'm gonna stop uh, this song. And I'm gonna end it with Elton John, just because um, Elton John, oh, okay, I know it's almost time. <laughs> Elton John, that was his daily um, weekly, I should say, ritual was to go to Tower Records and to um, look for records. He's in kind of scattered throughout the movie. Um, Elton John played a previously um, unannounced impromptu free concert in front of the abandoned Sunset Boulevard Tower Records that he used to shop at. Um, this was um, on the Sunset Strip. I'm trying to see if it gives me a date. It doesn't. Um, but then again, this concert too is, um, why it started so much in here. Let me see. Here we go. It's over an hour long. So if you want to listen to it and it's pretty cool because I was telling Bam Bam to go to this tower records on sunset. It was really hard. The, the parking lot is so small. And if you see this video, there are people everywhere in the parking lot across the street across the other street they're everywhere tower records was just a place to go and hang out to make to make friends and it was the local hangout place
And thank you, Bam Bam, for hosting with me last night. Good song. I was hoping he would say something. Now, I haven't watched this whole recording. Um, like I said, it's uh, an hour and 13 minutes long, but I, I think um, Lady Gaga also comes up and uh, joins him somewhere in this concert that he does, if you want to see it. But um, I encourage you, if you like music, to, um, not that there's a lot of music in the film itself, but if you like the history of music, um, Give it a, uh, a watch. All this must pass the rise and fall of Tower Records. It's free on YouTube. Um, it's worth, you know, if you've heard of Tower Records, if it was ever part of your life like it was of mine, um, it probably has a lot of memories. So, yeah, awesome. Uh, that is Elton John. Thank you guys so much for being here and uh, supporting me through this little Tower Records um, memory today. Um, I'm going to leave you like I always leave you if I can find it. <laughs> uh, where is it? Not the creepy laugh. This one. <laughs>
<laughs> be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. And it's Friday, you guys. It's Friday. And if nobody's told you lately, you are loved and appreciated. And I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, don't give up like the word of the day earlier today. Um, unstoppable and never giving up. You got this. I believe in you. And we will be back on Monday. Protect yourself and your loved ones. I love you too, Mike. Love you guys. See you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Nida. Thank you, Bam Bam. Thank you, BP. And thank you, everybody else. I love you. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Be safe. Remember, back to the plow. If you're in a snowy place like me, don't pass those plows.